My name is Andranik Eskandarian, and you are listening to Tim Melly Talk. Salam, Khoshamadi. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Tim Melly Talk. I'm your host, Artif Tahari. Really nice to have you back with us. And before we begin, just got to get a very important phrase out of the way that we're all happy to hear, and that is Mirim Russie. That's correct. We are going to Russia, and that is because Iran defeated Uzbekistan 2 nothing on June 12th at the Azadi Stadium in Tehran. And Iran still have two matches left in the final round of World Cup qualifying. This is definitely, you know, walking on new territory here for our national team of Iran. And for this edition of Team Eli Talk, I'm really excited to have Behruz Afrikan back with us. As you all remember, Behruz is a Team Eli commentator and analyst, and I'm sure he's very excited as well. I'm, I'm sure he's probably happy that Team Eli have qualified for the World Cup. Behruz, how you doing, man? It's great to have you back with us. Thank you very much. Uh, hello to you and uh, all your listeners, and uh, I'm, hop- I'm hoping that everybody also is happy that uh, Iranian Team Eli made it to the uh, World Cup with all the usual hassles that we are used to in the last uh, few few years um, even though I remember that back in 2006 same thing happened where eight years before the start of the World Cup we uh, managed to get there under uh, Branko Ivankovic of course we do remember that one nothing went over Bahrain under Branko Ivankovic and you know what you just mentioned Behruz leads me to my question you know Iran so far they have not conceded any goals. I mean, they're just basically playing perfectly. The two games they did not win were 0-0 draws away from home against China and against Syria. So what, what I want to ask you is, I mean, are you very impressed with Team LE qualifying to the World Cup the way that they did? Yes, obviously. It's, it's, it's very impressive. Uh, whenever you manage to get eight straight shutouts, and apparently that's a record right now. There is no other team in the world uh, qualifying for the World Cup that uh, has this kind of shutout you know, in eight games without having any goals scored on them. So obviously that's that's very impressive, and I don't care. I mean, I know people are going to say, well, that's Europe, you know, you're going to compare Iran with the kinds of Germany and England and France, and so yes, it's true, but still, even in Asia, that doesn't happen, and so it is impressive, and uh, Kudos to them and the, to the team Ali and the players and everybody. It's just not the goalie. It's not just the defensive back that managed that. It's the whole team. It's the coach. It's the, the coaching staff. Everybody, everybody, um, you know, as a team that has made it happen. So, yes, it is impressive. Good for them. Um, again, it's another record where now finally for the second consecutive time we have managed to go to the World Cup. Never happened before in the Iranian soccer history. Again, that's another impressive record. So, kudos again to the team Meli and the whole staff and obviously to the coach, Kerosh and so on. Um, so, uh, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of a good change. You know, usually we have to deal with the negative changes in Iranian sports apparatus. <laughs> this time, at least, um, for a change, we're having uh, uh, to talk about some, some somewhat of a good news, uh, so to speak. And so I hope that, uh, uh, even though it's very difficult to change the mentality, the philosophy, of the way the Iranian sports apparatus and the sports figures and organizers and officials uh, operate in that country, unfortunately. But um, let's just hope that for the sake of the Iranian youth, um, because the, the, the Iranian soccer is not just the uh, 22 players that end up going to the World Cup. It's 
all the millions of Iranian youth at different age levels who are playing on the side streets and in the villages and so on and so forth, uh, who also look up and hope someday, uh, there's an eight-year-old, I'm, I'm sure somewhere in some Iranian village who's looking up to this World Cup and thinking, you know, in the near future, I can be one of those players on that field in Russia and so on. So I hope that for the sake of those young Iranians that uh, we can at least change for the better for the future, and not just in soccer. I, I, you know, look at the volleyball team. That uh, what happened. I mean, the fact that we made it to the World League. I know we didn't do that well this time, but again, the Iranian basketball has made it to the Olympics uh, and and become champions of Asia. So uh, the the whole uh, picture that you look at uh, within the Iranian sports uh, organization, and and also the fact that we have a, such a vibrant youth that. Uh, among the 80 million population, as they claim, uh, you know, big percentage are under 35. So I hope for the sake of these young men and women, and I, I underline the women because we have to always remember that we have the women who are, on the face of it, are not even allowed to come to the stadium and watch the games. And that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a huge negative um, to the point where you see all the... Uh, stuff happening with the, the International Volleyball Federation trying to force Iran into allowing the women into the stadium to watch at least the volleyball games uh, and matches and so on and so forth. And you have uh, Master Shujai who openly asked the uh, Iranian government's president right now to allow the women to come and watch their soccer matches um, and so on uh, to the point where uh, they only allow them in for, I mean, I, it's getting a little political here, but, but it is it is a fact of the story because it's related to sports. So when I say I underline the issue with the women, um, you know, the, the fact that uh, we had the Iranian women's football, soccer, make it uh, to the Asian uh, league and coming out first, not Asian league, but Asian level. And uh, in, their, in the level that they did, uh, so with all the uh, limitations uh, imposed upon them, as far as the uh, covers they have to put on and, and the way they have to dress as opposed to the uh, other countries. Um, even even you look at Syrians and Palestinian teams where they can just normally play like any other European or other countries' teams. Um, still, these guys come out first. So I hope, I hope uh, the fact that we made it to the Men's World Cup in a second consecutive time, for a second consecutive time, allows us to also remember that we need to have this sort of change and progress for every single Iranian individual who is involved in any kind of sports. And not just uh, the, the, the problem with our uh, story has always been, we always focus on the men's national soccer team. I know your show and I know your website, um, you know, specifically uh, focuses on that, but I have no choice but to talk about the whole picture, and, and I hope your listeners forgive me for uh, uh, bringing that up. I totally agree with you, Behruz. You know, I like this. I like everything you had to say about change and progress and the big picture. I think all our listeners can agree with that. And this, like you said, this could be the first step and maybe a lot more change, and we'll have to keep track on how all the Iranian uh, footballers are doing, men and women, and as, as you said, all Iranian athletes as well. 
And as we're about to continue on, you know, earlier you mentioned the youth of Iranian football. It was nice to see Iran's under-20 team participate at the U-20 World Cup in South Korea. They started off well. Unfortunately, they did not finish well. But like you said, hoping for some better days ahead for all Iranian footballers. And as and before we continue, just going to go ahead and mention how Iran are looking in Group A. Six wins, two draws, eight goals scored, zero conceded, 20 points. They've already won the group. Definitely like what we are seeing here. And my next question, Behruz, this is something that always becomes an issue. Iran qualifies for the World Cup. Everyone's happy. Everyone's excited about it. But then you suddenly have a lot of the Team LE fans who are a little skeptical, you know, talking about how how Team LE needs quality preparation, you know, excellent friendly matches against teams like maybe France, Germany. Maybe we're being a little picky. But the truth is, you know, everyone talks about how Team LE have suffered in past World Cup tournaments due to a lack of friendly matches and a lack of friendly matches against top quality oppositions. So in your opinion, do you believe the lack of preparation matches against top oppositions leading up to the 2014 World Cup was what hurt Team Ellie the most? I'm not sure if that's the thing that hurt him the most, but it is one of the main factors always. And it doesn't have to do with 2014 or any other World Cup. I remember uh, interviewing Mr. Ishmael Gerani, who was the coach that led us to the first ever World Cup for Iran in 1978, Argentina, and to Hassan Roshan, who was one of the stars of that team. Um, I interviewed them, I still have the tape, and they were talking about how in their time, back in 76, 77, 78, uh, leading up to the 78 Argentina World Cup, how Iran was getting top-notch friendlies. Uh, you know, if you, if you have read, I'm, I'm sure you guys, uh, some of the listeners were not even around, but I'm sure if they go back and uh, look up the history on that, they'll see that Iran played the likes of France, the likes of Real Madrid, the likes of Argentina. They, they, they traveled to Europe, I remember, and uh, they played all these teams. And they were getting actually good results and so on. I remember specifically at the Iranian uh, Azadi Stadium, which used to be called another name, 100,000-seat stadium, in the name of the then king of Iran. Um, I, I was there when they played Wales. Wales traveled to Iran, and they would actually um, look forward and would welcome to play uh, the Iranian team. It wasn't like you know Iran was scrambling to plead and beg and ask, you know, please, please come here and play with us or, or allow us to play with you somewhere, whatever. It wasn't like that in those days. And again, I'm not getting political or anything. I'm just uh, stating the facts here because I lived through that time and I've lived through these times, and I see that the, the difference now. Um, so, so always, uh, and I've talked to different coaches, I've talked to Bronco, I've talked to Heshmat uh, Mahajirni and many other Iranian soccer insiders and coaches and, and officials, and they have all, and this is no mystery or no big deal, you, everybody knows that to, to, to get, you know, uh, the best quality preparation obviously is one of the factors you play the best friendlies uh, as, as you can get them. So the fact that uh, Jay Roshi is asking and I'm hoping that he can get them now to play the top-notch teams for um, the fact that he has qualified a year before the World Cup. So now he can do all this preparation and he can have time to go and um, talk to all these teams and see hopefully we can get to play them you know as, as we all know now they're going to play russia in a few months and so on but uh, hopefully they'll get to play other top-notch uh, countries as well um it's, it's a big big factor especially uh, on a coach's uh, 
Afghanistan, like like Kirosh, as opposed to if we were to have an Iranian president. I'm talking about um, Lee Coach, because uh, most of them, I'm not I'm not bunching up altogether, but most of the Iranian Lee Coaches who have in the past um, have either uh, voiced their opinion or been sitting on the Iranian national team bench, we have seen their outputs and 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 their outlook on how. Uh, unprofessional or amateurish uh, they had uh, performed vis-a-vis uh, -vis the Iranian national team and, 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 and especially their friendlies. Um, so it, it is of essence, obviously, that uh, according to the ones in charge, not, not me talking, but the, the ones in charge um, in the past, even Bronco, remember Bronco was always talking about that, and I, I've had many, many, many talks one-on-one uh, -on -one with Bronco about that issue, um, and, he, and when he was the coach of the national team uh, out in the uh, Iranian media, you could hear him um, say uh, and read about him saying always that, you know, they are trying to get to um, friendlies. Now, in, that, in those days, and here's another side story, obviously, that we can really quickly uh, just point out to, but not get into the details. One of the issues then with, uh, with Bronco um, leading up to the 2006 World Cup in Germany was, you know, they would somehow blame the political issues where the top-notch teams would not play with Iran, but it was also the fact that in the Federation, they were afraid because of the atmosphere in the Iranian culture, uh, sports culture, and Iranian uh, sports media, that if Iran were to play a top-notch team or any team for a friendly and, and lose, then it would reflect uh, negatively on the Iranian soccer officials and federations and that would lead up to their uh, you know either removal or firing and so on so they would in a, in a way use that excuse to not actually uh, plan to play top-notch friendlies so that uh, they would not uh, get fired so there's all those uh, in play hopefully this time with Kibrosh we, we, we don't have to worry about that and uh, maybe some other in the future we'll talk about the details of this, this story that I just pointed out to because huh, there's some some more uh, details to this to this fact uh, for those who, who are not aware of it but anyways back to what you just said yes absolutely we definitely hope to be able to play top-notch teams towards uh, getting the optimum preparation for the uh, World Cup in Russia. I know there's a long way to the World Cup. We know it's basically one year, but we all know time flies really quickly. And naturally, there's going to be lots of questions our listeners, other Team LA fans will have. Many people are wondering things like the fact that, you know, Iran is doing so well, not conceding any goals, but clearly we're going to have to wait and see who Iran is drawn with in the World Cup before we start speculating on what it what it will take to get to the second round. But, of course, I guess I'm going to have to have you back eventually, probably around December or January, if that's okay with you, Behruz. Let's hope so. As uh, we say, inshallah, you know, God willing, let's see what happens and... Uh... If everything's okay, uh, look forward to talking with you guys, and uh, hopefully uh, we will see this progress towards uh, a, a World Cup where hopefully this time, as we broke a record in making it successive uh, qualification for a World Cup, this time actually, uh, once we're there, we can qualify for the second round. Uh, something really, I'm, I'm sure, all Team Medley fans are looking forward to after going to so many World Cups, and now it's becoming sort of, now okay, you know, we're used to that. Now we need to see that our team advances and goes to the next round. Absolutely. We'll have to keep tabs on all the progress that our team LA will be making. 
the draw will be here before you know it. And Behruz, I'd just like to thank you again for taking the time to join us on Team Millie Talk. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. It's always great to hear your expertise. And basically, based on all of your experience um, with Team Millie, the national team of Iran. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Wish everybody success, especially Team Millie, the whole the, the players and the coaching staff and the you know, federation officials. And uh, looking forward to hopefully uh, talking with you guys soon. Take care. Thank you again, Behruz. And that's it, everybody, for this edition of Team LA Talk. Really glad you were able to join us. Make sure you visit our website. The address is www.teamelitalk.com. Show us some love on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You know the handle, at Team LA Talk. I hope you all enjoyed that victory for Iran over Uzbekistan on the 12th of June. 2-0. Goals were scored by Sardar Azmoun and Mehdi Tarami. Excellent performance by Iran. Congratulations to Team LA for qualifying to the 2018 World Cup in Russia. Heli Mamnun, Mirim Rusie, thank you for listening, everybody. Chodafis.